everyone, and welcome to the Libra Lines with Keisha podcast. And happy Cinco de Mayo! Shit, I was trying to roll my R. I failed. As you so often do with so many aspects of your life. You failed. But I've got tequila here. I don't really fuck with tequila. <laughs> Here's the thing. I am a, a shit talker. I think I'm a Billy badass. But let me tell you, there are certain things that do scare the shit out of me, and I respect those things. One of those things being tequila. Yes. And here's why I, I respect tequila. It was a high school graduation weekend. And uh, I was at one of the multiple house parties that I went to. I know, Producer James, you didn't go to any. You weren't invited. Remember, we went to high school together. We graduated together. But I was a cool kid. He was not a cool kid. Were you a cool kid? I don't think so. Yeah. Okay. Because in case you were going to say yes, like it doesn't make you cool if you're the cool one amongst a group of fucking nerds. Oh, gotcha. So, again, were you a cool kid? I'm guessing not. No, I was a cool kid. Did you go to multiple parties during graduation weekend? I had a party. My mom and dad put one on for me. I can hear that. I hope you, I wanted you to hear it. Um. Anyway, back to my story. There was a shit-talking guy. And there's nothing I hate worse than a shit-talking guy. Because it just immediately fuels me up to talk shit as well. So he and I decided we were going to see who could take the most tequila shots. Not a problem. Come at me, bro. Let's do this. 14 tequila shots later, I won. But I was near death that evening. Like, okay, I really thought, I was afraid to go to sleep. I thought I was going to die of alcohol poisoning. I burped tequila for days. Like, it was just, I can still taste it. Just the horrid, like, stomach bowel mixed with tequila is a horrible, horrible taste. Just, it, it was it was bad. I mean, I was, what, 17, and I'm like, this is it. This is, this is how the story of Rakesha Holman ends right now. It was from tequila. I really thought I was going to die of alcohol poisoning. I have no idea how much alcohol you have to drink to die of alcohol poisoning. It's a lot. It was a lot that night. <laughs> it was just like, <clears throat> so for years, I had nothing to do with tequila. It's only until the last couple of years, yes, but it has to be muted, like under ice and agave and flavored syrup and mixed together and served to me by a guy named Julio, along with chips and queso, (laughs) but it is occasionally. I've had this bottle of tequila with me all day. It remains unopened because scared of tequila, it scares me. Another thing that scares me and that I give total respect for is the ocean. We were what, what movie were we watching the other night? <laughs> oh, is it a uh, forty-two, 42 meters? meters. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Forty-two meters is a movie starring Mandy Moore, which, to me, if unless it's a walk to remember, there is no Mandy Moore movie other than that one. Um, but. She and her sister decide they are going to go. What is it? Car? What is it? It's a shark. Shark cage. Yeah. So the two of us are kind of watching this, and James is like, "Oh, that's cool. We'll love to do that." Not me, because <laughs> you know what? People always talk about how you need to respect someone's home when you go into it. That's how I feel about the ocean. Like my feet don't leave the sand. Like, nah, no, 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 no. I respect the ocean and all of its occupants. You know why? Because I know that the majority of its occupants could fucking eat me alive, number one, and drown me. Drown me. Like, the, the, to me, the ocean is a death trap. There's so, you get, look, Steve Irwin, how would he fucking in the ocean? 
that's how Steve Irwin died. A stingray killed him. You see what I mean? Like sharks are down there. There's like electric eels. And then, according to the Meg, there's another dimension. <laughs> Here's the ocean. Below, uh, below the, the ocean. ocean with prehistoric sharks. And this, now, I respect the ocean. I don't, I don't mess with it. It's just, it's, it's just too much. And then people get so upset. I, I, saw, I can't remember if it was a movie. I can't remember if it really happened. But it was a group of... <laughs> <laughs> it's funny how in your life all that shit starts to run together. Yeah, so I was watching some... Was that a it movie? It could have been a movie or it could have been the news. I don't... <laughs> oh, my God. This is, a, this is the world we live in. We see so many videos when we're, like, scrolling through Facebook and Instagram. We don't, we don't really know if that... Like, that shit's confusing. Like, I really, right now, I don't know if it was a Facebook video that I saw, if it was a movie, if it was a trailer for a movie, if it was a story somebody told me, if it was on National Geographic. I don't remember. But this is what happened. I don't have to tell you what color the people were. Because they were in the ocean. So you already know. Um, Blonde hair, blue eyes. So these people are on this uh, yacht, okay? And then they've got some kind of a, what's a buoy? Like they've got something that a lot of them are laying on, like a raft looking thing. Like a raft or a floaty. Oh, this was a Facebook video. Because I just remembered it now because my brother posted it. And so then there's people in the water. Oh no, there's a shark. In the ocean? In the ocean? Wow. In the real deep part of the ocean? (laughs) In the blue part. So these motherfuckers are just shooting in the ocean because there was a shark in its home. Shoot that dumb bitch out there on that unicorn float. <laughs> She's the one who's not supposed to be out there. She's the one who's not capable of swimming for her life. She's on a floating unicorn surrounded by sharks and you're shooting, which means if you shoot the float, her drunk ass is going to be right in the water with the shark. I don't, I don't understand that. To me, that makes me upset. I'm like, that's like Breonna Taylor. <laughs> He's like, I'm serious. You shoot someone in their own home, and they didn't do anything? Is that the same thing as a shot? I guess. To me, it was. It was white people shooting. <laughs> <laughs> was it a black tip shark? Probably. It probably it was probably that black-nosed shark. Yeah, it wasn't a great white. It was I that mean... black-nosed shark. <laughs> It was the gorilla on, shark. It'd be white on great white. It was crime. the chimpanzee shark. You know what I mean? It was the African shark. Uh, you know, it, it, I, I don't know. But here's here's the funniest part. They never shot the shark. Well, it's in the water. <laughs> it's pretty hard to hit. But, oh, yeah. Here's all the things that don't make any sense. You would think that someone who was able to get the financing it takes to purchase a nice yacht... <laughs> would have more fucking sense than to do some of the things that they were doing there. You would think. That's why they have those spear guns, because that's what you're supposed to use if you dare to fuck around in the ocean and get yourself in a situation where you're about to get eaten. There's the spear spear sharks. They have have spear guns or they have a a boomstick. Yeah, this is not a Steven Seagal movie where you can go punch in a shark in its nose (laughs) and it dies. Like, I was just like, they are really... I'm like, they are going to shoot each other more. And the shark's still just swimming all around and doing it. what it is that sharks fucking do. I think, I, just, I think it's hilarious that the fact that she was on a unicorn floaty. <laughs> and I'm like, aim for her. The world has enough white women in it. Okay. Give us, give us black women a chance to possibly ma- marry black men. Like, yeah, it was just. got to go in the water first. Huh? But y'all got to go in the water first. I mean, here's the thing. <laughs> I'll go. I'll go in the water on a ferry. Oh, you'll go on a ferry. Yeah. Okay, not in the water. Mm-hmm. Okay. So when the sharks feel like they want to attack, attack the fucking ferry. Because I'm not technically in <laughs> your house. Uh, yeah. Like, I'm still I, in my car on the water. I mean, I just, I just, I have mad respect for the ocean. Like James doesn't hear me very often talk about things that I'm afraid of. Or have respect for. Or have respect for. But the ocean is one of those things like, it's fascinating, it's beautiful, but I just feel like 
If I want to come up close and personal to a blue whale, I'm okay with whatever filming that Nat Geo did. Whatever it is that they did in the editing room that's brought to me, that's the story I'm going to rock with for the rest of my life. I'm not going to go do any investigations. I'm not going to hire somebody that looks like they fucking piece of bacon with shorts and a, a Hawaiian shirt on and tell them to take me out into the ocean. I'm not going to do that. I'm a whatever Nat Geo or Animal Planet informs me about what happens in the ocean. That's what I'm gonna believe. I mean, no, but to me, like my husband, where we're watching the same thing, he was totally fascinated. He literally was googling K shark diving in Galveston. Not me. Not no no. I was like, who 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 you gonna go with, James? I wouldn't do it in Galveston just because you can't see a foot in front of your face under the water. But, 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 but who, you, who are you going to go with, James? I figured I would go with you, and you could just, like, throw pieces of fish around the shark cage. Try to entice them. I'm not fishing in the water. No, you don't have to get – you're on the boat. I'm not fishing in the boat. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not – no, no. Just no. Have I ever said, hey, Chase, let's go take a boat ride? And we know folks with boats. Not many things to start with B. No boats, no bicycle. No balls. <laughs> no banging. None of that. <laughs> no B no, words. No. <laughs> anyway, so if you're a friend of the Libra Lounge, you know what time it is. It is time for The Gap. We know she has a really big mouth. Which sounds kind of dirty, and that's probably true, too. Let's gossip the gab with Keisha. All right, before we go deep into the gab, I want to remind you guys to make sure you're following us on Instagram and Facebook. Make sure you subscribe. Isn't it funny, my voice, whenever I'm doing those kind of reads, is completely different from my voice for the show? Because I'm fucking bilingual. (laughs) Okay, you have to be bilingual in this world. So make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel, subscribe to us on iTunes. You can also find us on TuneIn app, Laughable app, and even iHeartRadio. See how I did that? That's nice. I know, right? Uh, Back to the real shit. Um, (laughs) Today is Cinco de Mayo, which I learned today the majority of Spanish people don't even fucking celebrate. Oh, really? They don't. So... I didn't even know this. This is this is so American. We be celebrating shit that we have no idea what the meaning of. You tell us it's a celebration and you uh, equate that with tacos and uh, alcohol. We're, we can do this more than once a year. So did you know real, the Mexicans actually lost the, bat, the, the battle against, they were trying to get their, not independence, Oh, Lord, they were trying to get something from the I don't French. know anything about it, to be honest. But they lost, but yet we yeah. still celebrate it. We celebrate the Alamo in Texas. We lost that. So here's the thing. Um, oh, it was Sean who was telling me what it was really about. I was like, man, that's some black people shit right there. Like, you can't tell me Mexicans don't have black in them because only black people. We throw parties for when somebody got arrested. Well, he got arrested, you know. <laughs> we going to have a fish fry on su- Sunday. <laughs> oh, she ain't seen our baby daddy in 12 years, but we're going to go ahead and party. You know what? This time for a celebration. Churches have a special going on. Like, we do. And see, they lost the, the battle is because Mexico owed money. That's really black people shit right there. <laughs> a war over owing money. Over, and mo- over owing money that you know you fucking owe, but you still going to fight. <laughs> That's that- like celebrating when you dodge somebody you owe money to. Yes. Like, That's man, shit that I missed him do. on the street. <laughs> yeah, I remember this one time I got fired for a job and my family totally threw me a party. Really? Yeah. Why? I don't know. Well, we kind of celebrated Skylar quitting her job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's because that bitch clapped in her face. We ain't going to bring that up. Oh. But I'm just saying, if you are local and the Sally's that is... um. Off 45 in Dickinson slash League City, the manager clapped in my kid's face. That's all I'm going to say. So if you go up there to that salad and you see the manager, call her a hoe. (laughs) She fucking clapped in my kid's face like, no, Scholar, you don't need to go back there because I can see Scholar clapping back at that woman, but her face would be in between Scholar's hands with the clap. (laughs) 
So, James, do you know what the meaning of Cinco de Mayo really is? Fifth of May. Okay. So, moving right along, because we see what kind of mood producer James is in. Um, so, The Real World, season one, the very first ever reality TV show, as you guys all know, they went back and they got the whole cast from the very first The Real World on MTV. We're talking Eric Neese. Julie, Heather B, uh, Becky, Andre, Norm, and Kevin all back together again. And I, I have to tell you, I still got to finish it. I think I'm on episode six, but I cried almost every episode. Just the music, the nostalgia, and just, is that the right word? Yeah. Oh, okay. And I used it correctly? You did. And I pronounced it correctly? Spell it. We might need to. N-O-S-T-I- G. Just say Alja. It'll be done. Mialja. Um, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, just so many other things. And it's so weird because a lot of the social issues that were going on back then, that people were trying to get people to understand, have directly led to right where we are right now. Like which parachute pants to wear? No, not that. Because uh, we sh- no, no one which should MC wear. Which MC Hammer song was the real bop? No oh. one should wear parachute pants. No one. Uh, no, it's just a lot of, especially about race, uh, being gay in America, coming out, and just civil rights. It was like, if if the world really, like, let's go back. This is like 1992. Okay. If the world had just paused and listened to some of the things, and I'm just talking about, the things that were discussed on this show, things that they fought about, you know, sexism, equality, how I truly honestly believe we wouldn't be in the state that we are in now, but no one listened. You know what I mean? It's, it's, we have a very bad listening problem when it comes to big issues. But I, as, as much as the return to the real world, first of all, that group of people, they age beautifully. Oh. You cannot say that a lot. Sometimes when they have reviews, like, baby, you should have said I'm not available. <laughs> I cannot come. No, not at all. They look amazing. They look really good. Um, you can tell nobody became like a crackhead after the show. You know what I mean? Um, now, some of them did have, especially Eric, he went through some troubles, but he's so spiritual now. Like, talking to him makes me feel like I want to just meditate. Just relaxes me. And this motherfucker was eating a bell pepper. A straight bell pepper. Because of all of the nutrients that are in bell peppers. I was like, I guess I'm never not going to know. Because I have a hard enough time eating a cooked bell pepper mixed with meat and a tortilla. <laughs> I'm not going to eat a just yellow fucking raw bell pepper. Uh-oh, that's James would do some shit like that. As much as I was in tears about the real world, the new challenge with some of the old people had me in tears laughing because the challenge is not the same when you're 40 plus years old because I was like, okay, before I watched, I was like, fuck, I've always wanted to be on a challenge, okay? But I was like, damn, these motherfuckers are like 40 plus and they're doing a challenge again? And I was just like, okay, Keisha, don't feel bad about yourself because you don't have the endurance of these people. Keisha, don't be upset with yourself because your body isn't like these people. That's a lie because my endurance level was about the same as theirs was. (laughs) And it was so funny because they were like, uh, why did we think that coming back 20 years later to do the same challenges was a good idea? Because they, the first challenge, I mean, it was almost uh what do you call it when uh, uh, the other team doesn't show up for a game? Oh, forfeit. Yeah, because when nobody completing the task. I mean, it was everybody was good. I come, lifeguards come get me out this water. Teammates come get me out this water. It was so hilarious. I'm like, okay, thank you for keeping it, it keeping it real. You know what I mean? Because we're so used to, we live in this society that we have to try to outdo each other, make other people feel bad for not being able to do things. This was hilarious, and, and, and I got it, because how often we talk about, just with us, we talk about things that we do now that we used to do, and how it, 
Okay, yeah, I did it, but there's a such thing as recovery time now. <laughs> yes. It used to be like you didn't even think about it. You, hey, I'm going to climb this tree, jump down, and I'm going to go to the mall. I looked at the tree, and I need a fucking nap because <laughs> the tree reminded me of hammocks, and it, it's just not the same, and I love the reality of it. All right, so this coming up weekend is Mother's Day. And I never really thought about it until my dad posted some petty ass shit on uh, Facebook that Mother's Day and Father's Day are not treated the same at all. Well, in part, I think we go out more for our moms on Mother's Day because the truth be told, if you really think about it, Father's Day is for men, and men probably ain't going to even remember the date. So it's just like, but a mom is going to remember Mother's Day. And if you forget Mother's Day, your mother's never going to let you forget it. And, and I have to be honest, like when it's time for Mother's Day, I'm like, oh my God, so what do I get my mom? What do I get my mom? When it's Father's Day, I'm like, just go get him a fucking Cabela, uh, <laughs> Cabela's gift, uh, card. gift card. Why? I don't understand why we, why there. It's not fair. Wait a minute. No, wait a minute. It is. If you really think about it. Okay. What's women? We we grew. Uh, I don't know. We grew another human inside of our bodies. Once. What? <laughs> what did you say? Once. Said, so if you have one kid, you did that once. So I I I, I kind of wonder because women, you know, they think all the stuff that they do is important and critical, mm-hmm. and it is. Mm-hmm. Fathers think the same thing. Do like, y'all really? Yes. Here's okay. We didn't give birth to a kid. And but you couldn't we, breastfeed it. But we went to work every day to make sure that there's a home and food and a car and all the things that allow life to occur, comfortable life to occur. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yes, I think fathers think their stuff is just as important as women's. But for some reason, women tend to get the, I don't know, the better end of that deal. Because here's the thing, if it, let's if we forget Father's Day, our dad may look sad for like a few minutes, but then you like say, I'll take you to a strip club, and they're cool. But we're sensitive. I mean, it does oh, bother yeah, really? us. Yes. Because, yeah, we are sensitive. We are. Yes, we are. Bunch of pussy sounds like it to me. <laughs> but if you want to call it sensitive, that's what we'll call it. But I, I think y'all just being some pussy-ass bitches. I think that dads don't get... So here's a problem. Since guys are expected to do a lot of things, and women are expected to too, like no, like women don't get thanked every day for cooking food. Mm-hmm. Guys don't get thanked every day for going to work. Now, granted, both sexes can do that. It's not what I'm, I'm not saying mm-hmm. one's better than the other. I'm just saying it tends to be that guys, it seems like dads especially, the stuff they do seems to be taken for granted, and no one says that it's ultimately empowering. Like, I've never heard anybody say, I've heard people say, that single mom is working every day, mm-hmm. raising her kids, and she's a, she's a powerful, you know, empowering symbol. Mm-hmm. I've never heard the same statements, the same, like, uh, reverence for men who may be in exactly the same situation. Well, okay, but more likely they're not. I think there's a lot more single moms out there than there are single dads by far. And even even if we took single moms here, single dads here, I think there's going to be more of the moms are actually parenting than the dads. Men leave. I think that's a terrible assumption. And I think you're terribly stupid for saying that. <laughs> so We can look at the data. Okay. I'll find it. Yeah, I knew you didn't have it now. And when you do look it up, what I'm saying right now is going to be backed up. So every time a parent parents break up, there's exactly one single mom and one single dad. Right? Yes. And the children primarily live with the mom and the dads are weekend parents. Do you think that's automatically right? No, but that's just how it is. Well, that's how it is because it's automatic in one direction. No, be- because women fight more for their kids than men. That is not true because women Okay, well, what? Let's, let's pause for a second. Okay. Because number one, your voice <laughs> getting a little bit of bass in it. You point your finger around. 
And if that paint, if that finger points this way towards me, it's gonna be a fucking fight on camera. And That's we still true. don't, we still are going to broadcast the show. Yeah. Exactly, we're not gonna edit it out. So, so watch your fingers and watch those words. So what I mean by that is, since women tend to start off in a better position legally when it comes to custody, things like that, mm -hmm. would you agree? No. Yeah, that's not what I said at all. Okay. What I said is that more moms choose to be the primary parent. Most men don't want to parent Monday through Friday. I don't think that's a fair assumption. Okay, well, you know, I mean, I, good thing you don't get paid for thinking. <laughs> I'm just saying in the courts, it usually starts with the mother. Like that's mm -hmm. usually how the basic orders start with. So if a guy wants things to be completely equal, mm -hmm. he literally has to fight more because he's coming from a position of less power. So uh, so explain to me again. Okay, because the courts have things kind of swayed to the moms they do. to start with. Mm -hmm. That means a guy who wants true equal treatment mm -hmm. has to fight more. Because he's yeah, that's why a lot of them don't position. for their kids. Because I ain't fighting that much for that little motherfucker over there. No, let him stay with his mama, teeny baby. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> it is. It's and I felt bad. I'm like, oh my gosh, I really do put forth more of an effort for Mother's Day, and I think this is the reason why I do. With my mom, I'm the oldest of three kids, and there's a huge age gap. There's me. I'm almost 42. Then I've got a brother that's 24, and I've got one that's 25. Or 26. Uh, I don't 24, know. 20. Shh. They, look, 24, Cut. 25, 26. <laughs> they somewhere in that area, okay? And there's two of them. They're 18 months apart. So, like, I have to, like, take charge with that. With my dad, he's got a whole, no, he's got a whole wife. He's got stepkids. It's just. And it's just kind of, I mean, I get it. It's more moms are special. Yes, they I agree. Really are. Yeah. yeah. We carry fucking kids for nine months. We love them. We groom them. Then they tell us that we're bad moms and they need therapy. <laughs> then we pay for the therapy. Well, I think the therapists say you need to come to therapy too. So we pay for that. And just, it's just moms, we, we, it's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. And a lot of the parenting, even in the most traditional of roles, really falls on the mom a lot because, you know, once upon a time, mom stayed home to raise the kids and the household was their job. That was their job. And, yeah, so, you know, yeah, the courts will, they'll give a crackhead back to their kids. Yeah. They'll give a crackhead mom back her kids. Like, they... Quickly. They, yeah, you would know, huh? <laughs> All right, when we get back from this break, we're going to talk about Traditional versus non-traditional marriages. We will be right back. Welcome back to the Libra Lounge with Keisha. You know, one day I was on FaceTime with my mom and we're talking. Actually, I was, I was talking to her about a doctor's appointment. Do you know what she said to me? What? Keisha, don't get your lashes any longer. They're too long. They look like the tarantulas <laughs> on your eyes. <laughs> were we not just talking about a medical diagnosis and you are worried about my eye look I love my eyelashes if I could have my eyelashes from here all the way to up here I would okay I want them long I want them thick I I would really hate to fight my mama but I will fight my mama about my eyelashes like James knows how important my eyelashes extensions are I've seen them I've seen them on and off your face I've seen them on the kitchen sink Looking like a fucking spider about to attack me. You ever watch the movie Arachnophobia? That's that's it. Currently, the Libra Lakeisha is looking for a new show producer. If you're <laughs> interested in applying for the job, please send your resume to LibraLoungeRadio at gmail.com. I'm tired of you. Anyways, uh, so yeah, I was just like, how are you FaceTiming your mother, telling her about something medical going on with you, and she talks about how don't get your eyelashes any longer. Well, because you're FaceTiming, and you can't miss those eyelashes. But, so you missed the important words coming out of my mouth? Keisha, have you ever heard somebody talking, and they have a feature that you just focus on, and you can't hear the words? All you see is, like, their nose 
or their cheeks or something is wrong and you can't hear what they're saying. She heard what I was saying. <laughs> she just felt the need to have to tell me about my eyelashes too. And I'm like, I mean, given the situation right now, do you think that is the most important thing to be focusing on right now is eyelash length? Well, we've seen people with mats on their face for so long. That's all you can see is their eyes. Exactly. That's so, yeah, what so we're to be. focusing. Like, I like my eyelashes to look like baby giraffe eyelashes. Your eyelashes actually are audible when you blink. They, they, they have a lot to say. Whoosh, whoosh, it's whoosh, the year whoosh, of the lashes. Anyway, so before we went into the break, we were talking about um, Mother's Day, Father's Day, but then I also mentioned, you know, traditional roles. And I thought about this because I was watching The Real Housewives of New Jersey. And if you're a fan of the show, you you know that one of the cast members, Dolores, is in a relationship with a doctor. Uh, they built this beautiful home together, but they do not live together. He has not proposed marriage to her, and her friends are just, like, so freaked out about it. Except we learned that some of the other castmates have parents who are still married but don't live in the same house. So, I mean, and then you have shows like Seeking Sister Wives or What's the Man, Cody Brown, with, uh, so what is yeah, the name of his show? That one's called Sister Wives. Okay, so, and then the other show is Seeking Sister Wives. Yeah, they're trying to find... Sister wives, like a third wife. Yeah. Look, to me, if a man wants to be fucking miserable and have more than one wife, let him do it. it let should him be do three. It. Be as miserable as he wants to be. Yeah, you know, I had someone who was asking me about advice about uh, a relationship with the guy that she's dating, and I'm like, look, it is totally what is okay with both people. It's what makes you happy. You know, if you are in a relationship and you're like, look, this I, I like to suck dick and pussy at the same time. Are you cool with that? If the other person is cool with it, who fucking cares what the rest of the world thinks? I don't. Yeah. But more people are having non-traditional relationships. I am one of the people that me and James can live in separate houses and I'd be fine and still married. And I couldn't. Not at all. So what are what's another example of what you might call non-traditional today? Well, for one thing, people think that our relationship is very non-traditional because I don't do the traditional female things. Mm. I don't like to cook. I don't like to clean. I've never touched a vacuum in our house. No. I don't mop, sweep. Um, so, but here's the uh, question. But, but is that... Does that mean that it's non-traditional? Of course, yes. People think that it's very odd because there's a man that does the things that are quote-unquote wife duties. So do you think these days that with as much, you know, gendering that's going on, do you think that's just the, the non-traditional stuff, is it becoming more traditional? I think so because I think people or accepting the fact that I don't give a fuck. I'm not going to keep living the way that other people want to live. And then you look at the relationships of the people that try to be so traditional and they're so happy. Like example, one of the jugger boys right now, is, they found 200 items of child pornography on his computer. Who is that? One of the Duggars, you know, the crazy Duggar people. Oh, they have yeah. like the 20 kids. Oh yeah. Them. People are, st the people that try so hard to stick to what they, excuse me, traditional, I can't help it, it's the, it's the soda. <laughs> I've like, I keep eating burps and I couldn't eat that one. Um, <laughs> they, the people that try to be so traditional are usually the couples that are the most unhappy. It seems like that. Yes. Yeah. Because you're trying to put yourselves inside of a box uh, they, yeah, Create your own box. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, when two people, it's one thing when they both equally believe in everything that they're doing. Right. But that seems to be really hard to do if you're kind of weird and you're hoping that your partner comes around or is as equally weird as you are. <laughs> I wouldn't. Say, I wouldn't even say anything about the weirdness of it. I. I, I think that. You get two people that probably have grown up in quote-unquote traditional households, and so they see that as 
that's picture perfect. That's the way that it's supposed to be. That's how it has to be. And you try to hold on to that so much that you end up being unhappy. Just home is a place where you can should be yourself, be free, be relaxed. No, I mean, I'm almost like a boy at home. I think people do get caught up in like, these roles like, and the roles how it looks to everyone else yeah and and like the predefinition of what a marriage is supposed to be yeah i mean my marriage really depends on the mood that i wake up in that morning <laughs> it really does it's like okay we can have a lovey dovey day i feel pretty good today or it could be a day that i wake up i'm like don't even fucking blink my way <laughs> yeah and yet i'm like and let that be your warning to how the world, how the things are going to go. So that means that James is going to go immediately to try to wash a dish, cook a meal, take out. He, he's going to try to do whatever it is to keep my mouth absolutely shut. Whereas you have some men that are like, I don't care how you feel today. You're my wife. You're going to go cook. You're going to iron my clothes and this is that. And I won't lie. When James and I first lived together, I tried to be that person, I'm like, okay, I'm going to iron everyone's clothes. I'm going to do this. I'm going to get, then I'm like, fuck this shit right here. We were not a happy couple during that time, right? Not really. No, because we were so focused on what everyone thought that our relationship should be, what it should look like. And it just, it didn't work. The way we do it now, which is authentically who we are, and it's not traditional, I think we're, I mean, he say he happy. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, what what about, so like, uh, you, know, you know, you and I are both big supporters of the uh, LGBTQ plus mm -hmm. community. Would you, would you consider those like a uh, male, male woman? Are those still non-traditional or are they getting You know what? In my eyes, I don't see it as non-traditional. I see mm -hmm. it as tra pretty traditional. It's two parents married, raising their kids. In that aspect, it's traditional. I don't look at a same-sex couple and their family as non-traditional, which I know the majority of the world sees it as that's not right. That's not how it's supposed to be. I feel sorry for the kids. They don't see it as traditional, whereas I do. It's like a traditional household is supposed to be two parents and kids. It doesn't say what sex the parents have to be. So is it kind of like um, uh, traditional marriage? Should it be what people just choose to define it as? I think it's like a relationship. I think it should depends on the two couples. Like, okay, this is just an example. I don't like to cook on Mondays, Tuesday, Wednesdays, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I, I'll cook on the other days. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, not even just like just household tasks, but just the makeup of the family. Yeah, yes, and, and, I, and right now I feel like the world is seeing different. Ver Look how many families, households have grandparents that live there. Oh, yeah. In other countries, that is the great tradition. The parents go back to live with their kids. It's, yeah, very traditional. There's a lot. Uh, we live in, what, like an upper middle class neighborhood, you, yeah. we say? White. There, <laughs> yeah, white neighborhood. <laughs> there are, if you, it's uh, a lot of different cultures, but it's primarily white. But there's a lot of uh, generations within a household. There's yeah. lots of grandparents that are in a household, and you know what? To me personally, it makes it better. I like it. It really does. It, may, it makes it so much better because to me, as a parent, you're, you're, you're learning things, and then you have someone there that we still need guidance in being parenting. I mean, I can't beat the shit out of my kid every time she rolls her eyes at me. You know what I mean? It's like sometimes you need that other person to say, intervene. I will, I will say that. I mean... We are, I will say now, people are adopting new new roles into the quote-unquote traditional household. So what do you think about, like, open marriages and, and those kind of, like, really, really, really non-traditional setups? Again, it's if it is okay with the two people, they don't have a problem with it. Okay. I mean, look at it like this. Like, let's say you're married. Something happens and you're not able to perform sexually. It, if you still, if that, if that is still an important thing to you and your partner can't do that, then what? What are you supposed to do? Right. What? 
I mean, I guess you you bring the topic up and say this is what I want. Exactly. And see if it's this is what I need. I I don't I don't want to leave you. I love you. I'm attracted to you. I want to be with you. You can't perform this. I still need that. Sorry. Can I go fuck Cindy every Tuesday at three? And if it works, okay. And here's the thing: no one else has to know about it. Yeah, true. No yeah, one else yeah. has to know about it. Yeah. So uh, let me ask you this: Do you think that? So right now, marriage carries some benefits, right? There's mm -hmm. financial benefits. Mm -hmm. There's, you know, there's things like that. Do you think that marriage should carry additional benefits in life, like tax benefits and government benefits, and mm. or should we just say, look, marriage is whatever what people say it is, and it's a neutral thing? I don't know, producer James. That question's way above my pay grade. Oh, sorry. Yeah, it's way, 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 way. way. I, I think this is what I say. What happens behind your closed doors where you pay bills, you make the rules, it's totally up to you. No one even has to know that you're a fucking swinger unless you're swinging all over and you're telling everyone. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm sure we know swingers, but until the person tells us they're a swinger, I don't fucking know. I, no idea. And if you tell me you are a swinger, I'm going to say, how does that work? Like, I am a question-asking person. I, I I'm fascinated by things. That doesn't mean I want to do those things, but I want to hear about that. Because oh, yeah. uh, I actually had a friend who, I didn't even know, they actually have like swingers, like they're secret societies. And like there's places like around us where you can go to be a swinger. I wouldn't even know the first thing to do if I just, if we decided to be swingers. Like literally I'd have to get on Facebook and look up a swingers gr uh, closed group. You know, I would have no. I, I, I mean, do you bring potluck? Yeah, how do you do that? There? How do you how do you approach another person? Do, is there a scarlet S somewhere <laughs> state for swinging? I have no. I would not know what the what what to do. Is it like a Brazilian steakhouse where you have like a red or a green chip? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Open I, or not? Yeah, I would have no idea. And then there's some people that could probably see our relationship and how our family functions, and they'd be like, "I can't, I don't know how they do that." Yeah. And and, and to us, it's like, "Oh, it just works. We this is how we do it. This is what we like." I mean, we're kind of boring people. When you really think about the core of it, kind of fucking boring. But I mean, what's what goes on between your marriage? Unless you invite other people into your business and your marriage, no one should really know about it. Yeah, agree. I, I mean, I, I I and I don't. Traditional is what you make it, but in that, it's non-traditional. Yeah, marriage is what you define it as. Your relationship is what you define it as. Right. Now, for example, for me, I'm all about gender equality. I all this, but I will not take out fucking trash as long as there is anything in the house with a penis and a set of balls. I'm not touching the trash. I'm not taking the trash out. I'm not, and he knows that. Like, there have been times that he has left the house and the trash has just gotten to where you can't close the top and I'm like, you got to come back. I'm not taking this trash out. I, I, no. Mm -mm. And people think that's so funny because I'm so, I am woman. I'm the head of the coven. And Well, part of being the head of something means you can delegate and order people And that's going to be delegated forever. And the just, <laughs> I I think that taking out trash is a man's job, and that's very sexist of me, but I don't give a fuck either. I'm not taking out the trash. I, and you and he knows me. If he decides I want to see how far she'll go until she takes out the trash, I'll ever, forever, forever. I've literally tried that, and the trash yep. has overflowed yep. onto the floor. Yep. And, I mean, she wins because I can't nope. take how far I'm she's not doing willing it. to go. Nope. Nope. Don't test me. Like, don't test me. As a matter of fact, I told someone, I was like, yeah, I'm not speaking to that family member. And they were like, well, how long can you go on doing that forever? Like, I, forever. I have no problem with not speaking to that person. It's, it, what is it going to change in my life? Not a goddamn thing. I'm not. If he decides not to take out the trash, that's fine. But one day he will walk home and walking through the trash and I'm not going to be there. I just, I'm not taking out the trash. You know what I mean? But I mean, he's, but he's a partner who's comfortable when we, he has known the things that I do and don't like and vice versa from the very jump. So he didn't marry me because I'm like this domestic goddess. 
because I'm a domestic trash fucking can, a dumpster of a fucking mess. I mean, I'm messy, I'm moody. He's known all those things from the start. He decided to want to eat. He's the one said, I do. I didn't force him to say it. I didn't force him to sign no papers. I didn't force him to put me on his insurance. He, I, was, I am the same that I was from day one, I think. Not exactly the same. How have I changed? You are... Don't make me fight you. Okay. <laughs> Maybe that hadn't changed. Okay. Um, have I changed for the better over the years or the worse? Oh, for the better. Okay. I mean, I think we both have. Oh, okay. I mean, you know, Way you're definitely not as... Yourself. You're not as You're not as reactionary as you used to be. Yeah. Like, you used to get, like, crazy reactionary to things. <laughs> and now you just take a much more, you know, I think maybe mature approach to problems. So I remember this one time when we were early dating, and I don't know what he did. I can't even remember what he did, or what he didn't do is probably more accurate. And I was so pissed off at him. So I took all of his clothes out of the closet and put them in a the bathtub and filled the bathtub up with water. I'm like, I was like, oh, he really gonna be mad with him. I was like, I've just fucking washed his clothes for him. All he has to do is put them in a the fucking dryer. Or just put detergent in the bathtub. I know, I was just, he was like. I remember what that was about. What was it about? That was about me not having all the pictures of me and my ex-wife out of the house. Yes, that is that you yes. are exactly like, correct. Like there were still pictures in like a box in the closet I hadn't gone through. And that was a huge problem. Well, the huge problem was is that you left the box hidden somewhere available to me to go look at. Well, you know, you can't say <laughs> hidden and available in the same breath. That was totally <laughs> hidden for me to go look at it. No. It's and him. I saw it. That is not my fault that I, I that you left it clearly in the back of a closet <laughs> behind stuff where anyone can see. A child <laughs> could have seen those things. I buried it in the yard where anybody with I, a shovel could go find Any it. person, any dog, you know, <laughs> raccoon could have seen it. That is not my fault. If you didn't want me to see it, you should have maybe, I don't know, hidden it. Out of the house. <laughs> See, but now, if something like that pissed you off, you would just call and you would yell at me because you know that your disappointment affects me more than having wet clothes did. Yeah, and you know what? <laughs> to be honest, I've gotten old, and I'm like, God, the last fit that I really threw, that took a lot out of me. It took me about two weeks to recover. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, wait. I cannot afford to keep doing this. Like, it. it I'm like, wait. Once upon a time, I could throw a massive fucking fit, put my makeup on, do my hair, and go to work. I'm good. Now I'm like, I need a break, break, break. It's our 20s break. and 30s, and we can just go and go and go. No, no, no. It's a break. Half the shit, I'm just like, James, just get the fuck out of my face. And that's it. That that's is all, all you need. That is all the energy that I have right now. It is. I, it, and I, I can't do it. Means, and I know, do it. Yeah, I, yeah, I I cannot. And it was funny because we were just talking about. It. I'm like, I've gotten a little bit soft. Uh, I have not thrown a fit. I can tell by their their reactions to me now when I say something. They ain't scared of me anymore. I got to remind them who the OG is. The OG be tired. I just, <laughs> it's like I looked at my phone. I'm like, okay, what will be a good day? No, that ain't gonna be good. Wait, are you scheduling your free Schedule a fucking fit. And then <laughs> it's like, okay, wait. And maybe that. three and a half months, three and a half. Wait, no, are you good gonna... next Tuesday? No, it's gonna be raining in? that day. So, no, no. Yeah, I, 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 when I look, when I talk to the animals in the house now, they buck up to me. <laughs> they buck up to me now. It used to be once upon a time, I'm like, Sush? Sushi, don't you do that. And he would be so upset because he has disappointed me. He would walk slowly away with his, his head would hang so low. He would damn near have, what a road rash on his nose. What is it called? Road rash? Yeah, on his nose. Because he just couldn't take, let me tell you what this motherfucker did last week. So he's real mannish now. And he figures, I'm going to just pee on whatever I want to pee on, whatever I want to pee on it, and you motherfuckers are going to let me keep peeing on it. Which is basically what we've done. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to get the diaper wraps for him, all right? So he's been wearing the diaper wraps for about a month. 
All right. Now, I don't make him consistently do it. I'm like, look. His dick has got to hang, okay? His dick has got to hang. He needs to lick on it. He needs to make sure it's still there. So I give him times where he doesn't have to have it on. So this particular evening, it was our last potty break to go outside. When we come inside, we know. We put the diaper on and we go to bed. I get the diaper. Sushi looked at me. Sushi looked at the diaper. This motherfucker turned and walked out of the room. And he crossed three other rooms and got in his bed. So then, uh, uh, okay, mind you, I'm pissed off, but I'm too tired to be too pissed off, okay? So I go in there, I'm like, Sushi, it, do you, did you just walk away from me? And I called him. I was calling him like a woman that a man just left and I got his kids. Sushi! Okay? And just, he just keeps on walking. So he's in his bed. I try to lift him up so I can just put the wrap on. He lets his back legs go limp. He's, like a par he's paraplegic. He's a paraplegic. Away. What is a paraplegic? <laughs> paraplegic. Paraplegic. Parap par paralyzed. He's, he's paralyzed. And I'm like, <laughs> are you fucking kidding me? Like, I'm tired. I've taken my ambient. I'm wrecked to be in the bed. I cannot get it. He keeps going limp. Fine. So I pick him up. Put him, stand him up on our bed. Mm -mm. This motherfucker gets underneath the blanket, crawls over to James like, get your wife, dude. Dude, you know how I feel. Look, man, she been making me wear this fucking diaper, this dick wrap, for about two months now. Two months now. Now, now, Daddy, I know in the past you and I have not had a real good relationship, but my God damn, she keeps wrapping up my fucking dick like it's a burrito. Please help me out. It was so bad, I finally said, James, you're going to have to put this on him. He, he was growling at me. He was eyeballing me. Sushi has never, in almost 12 years, not listened to me like this. Do you know why? Because I've gotten soft. <laughs> Scholar, I'm pretty sure the last thing I said to her as she walked away, she's like, that black bitch. <laughs> I... Today, this one right here, I said something to him that once upon a time, had I said that, it would have been period, that's it, no, no. This motherfucker went, what you say? He clunked <laughs> to the side. <laughs> he actually did. What you say? He did that to me. Four years ago, he would have never done that to me. I just, I've become weak. I'm old and I'm weak. I, 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 the gangster heart is still here, but the body is geriatric ward. <laughs> so it's just, I just, I can't. And, one's OG, one's old G. And I just, I said, James, did you really just me like a fucking bobblehead? Yeah. Did he even deny it? He, he tried to lie. He tried to deny it. You know why? Because I've gotten soft. He's no longer afraid of me. You used to be scared of me. Tell the truth. I used to be fucking terrified. Are you scared of me now? Uh, not as much. Not as not scared. I just, I don't want to upset you. Like, One of my like brothers, scared. I said something. He rolled his eyes at me. <laughs> that was a brother that I've choked in the past. You know why he rolled his eyes at me? So I got him soft. He knew I wasn't, because I ain't cussed him out in months. Well, just check your calendar. You can schedule that. I be trying to schedule massages. I be trying to schedule. I'm an old white woman. I want to go home, lay in bed, and watch a marathon of award tea guard mysteries. That's a fucking moth. You know why it's flying around me doing my show? Because I'm soft now. It knows I'm not gonna do. See, I didn't. I just said a one little thing, and that's it. Once upon a time, I would have fucking quit the whole show because a moth was flying around. <laughs> well, it wasn't a gecko or a caterpillar. Yeah, I just, I, I'm, I'm soft. I don't even know how I feel. It's like I had a hysterectomy or something. <laughs> it's, it's like you got neutered. It took something out of me. Like it took your I, balls, Keisha. My balls are. I, Used to wear your ovaries on the outside. 
They inside. They inside and like knitted stuff. They are inside <laughs> in silk robes, <laughs> eating bonbons and wearing like the, the little fluffy house slippers and shit. The gangster has left the building. I don't know how to get her. I, I'm too tired to chase her back. I just, I really, when I get up in the morning now, I just want peace. I want to drink my coffee and have peace. That's all I want. I used to wake up on a vengeance every morning. I used to be like, whose day am I going to I'd be like, I feel like getting on producer James's motherfucking nerves all motherfucking day and there and the motherfucking thing he can motherfucking do about it. Not now. Not now. You know what I do? Hey, I'm just doing a weather check. Who does that? I'm just doing a weather check. I just, I don't know. That's just, that, that, that's just, it, it, I, don't, I don't know. We'll be right back, guys. We'll be back. All right. I want to thank you guys for tuning in. And I want to wish all the moms out there. <laughs> he did it again. Okay, folks. <laughs> That's the sound she makes whenever she takes like a first drink of a carbonated drink. She literally does that fucking body snatchers scream. Every fucking it time. is involuntary. I hate it. It is so embarrassing. I cannot control it. It has been like that forever. Like the first sip of a carbonated drink, especially if it's cold, my body does like this. I don't know if it's a hiccup. I don't know what it is, but it's that sound or some kind of version of that sound. The loudest stroke ever. <laughs> it is every time. It. I have been over the years quite embarrassed at places like meetings or I don't know work, the Lord's house. You know what I mean? And it, I don't know what it is about that carbonation. It just I and I cannot stop it. I can't. I'm stop so it. glad we caught that. Well, it was funny because when we first started the show, he had given me a drink and I made the sound, and you could hear it through his uh, headphones. And he because he didn't have them on, and it was loud. So it was. He was like, "I want to catch you. I want to record that." But it. I, and so I took another sip, but it, it was the second sip, so there was no sound. Um, but I went a while before I drank some more, and well, you guys got it. Just yeah. I don't know what it's called. If there's anyone else who does that with carbonation, please there's let nobody me know. Else. I've not <laughs> met anyone thus far. Who does that? But I don't know. I don't even know what it is. I don't know. It's a burp. It's a hiccup. It's like it's a it's a hybrid or a tick. I don't know. I don't know what it. But it it is sometimes it hurts. <laughs> it looks like it hurts. I don't know. Um. Anyway, I don't necessarily have a bitch, please. But fucking Coco Melon is this generation's version of Caillou. <laughs> what is that? Coke. I don't know. Oh, it? fuck. Okay, so you guys know, you've seen the pictures of my niece, Myla, and uh, I have been hearing people talk about Coco Melon, so I was like, okay, I'll try Coco Melon. Is it a show? It's, it's kind of, no, it's not like a traditional 30-minute cartoon series. <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. Is it a character? First? Well, I didn't realize until th this week that the little boy who is all based around his name is not Coco Melon. Oh, his name's JJ. Well, who the fuck is Coco Melon? I don't know who Coco Melon is. <laughs> so what it is? It is nonstop songs about whatever issue they're talking about. Oh, is this that one where the family sings like how to brush your teeth? Yes. Yeah, so like they talk about your brushing ass, your teeth. How to whatever. They talked about uh, like daycare, how kids are scared, and it's really kid, but it's fucking annoying at the same time because there's no break. It is boom, boom, and they sing every. So y'all not gonna talk at all? <laughs> okay. Uh, it's just we just gonna roll it to the next number, the next music. It's one song after another. This shit was on five hours, and it was that many new songs. 
I'm like, God damn. How, like, I, how much shit did this family do? A lot. They, but I will say this. It, it, it's, it's entertaining for the children. They do address very special issues. And I do like this. They are on it when it, when it is about racial, gender, equality. It is all so accurate from the different skin tones to the different occupations of uh, people that they have and like non-traditional jobs that are like go to the opposite. They're really good. And what I really like about it is that like all of the adult female characters, they all have bomb ass bright phenol polish. Nice. I like that. Like this fucking doctor. Yeah, she's a doctor, but she's like, yeah, but I fucking rock on my dress and my green motherfucking fingernails. I like that because it's true. It's like it's. So what I are like some it. of the what are some of the special issues that they sing about? Okay, let me see. Uh, it was five hundred of them because <laughs> we went through five hours. So we did brushing teeth. We going uh, being afraid. Different reasons why you're afraid when you go to daycare. Um, cleaning song. up. Okay. Not hitting. Did you uh, sing a song about mommy's new friend, Uncle Jerry? No, not yet. Uh, bath time. Um, <laughs> just all kinds of things. But, I mean, I won't, you know what? It's probably not fair for me to say it's this generation's call you because that little motherfucker right there, no one will ever top him. Okay, I know parents right now, they're like, I fucking hate Coco Melon, I hate Coco Melon. I'm like, okay, but have you met Caillou? Because you know what? If you meet Caillou, you're gonna fucking love Coco Melon. Because Caillou, okay, first, if you know Caillou, it was a show that came on PBS. It was about a little boy and his family. And I wanna say Caillou was like three. Fuck, he was three. He was so motherfucking three. Three's a horrible age. Everyone says terrible twos. If twos are terrible, then threes are fucking horrible, okay? And he was horrible. He's bald-headed. I thought for, like, the first two seasons that he had cancer. I thought he had leukemia. Why would you make the child character bald-headed like that? He wasn't a baby. He was a kid. Like, I mean, he wore T-shirt, shoes, shorts, and it. Sometimes he wore a hat. I don't Why? It, what? That, no speck of have no peach fuzz, no nothing. I thought he had cancer. And eyebrows. I mean, he had eyebrows, but it was real thin. So I thought he had cancer. Why else would you make a child character bald headed? Like, bald, not receding hairline, not widow's peak, not cowlick, not a bald spot, all bald. Cuts down on animation costs. But everybody else had hair. <laughs> yeah, he would throw fits, talk shit, never happy, didn't listen. And then he had like a girl voice, so that made it even worse. It's like, man, save it your motherfucking chest, Caillou. It was just. Based on your voice, Caillou. It's, I'm st I still have PTSD from Caillou. And so, of course, of course, Skylar loved the fuck out of Caillou. We had Caillou. We watched every episode. We had DVDs. We had uh, backpacks with Caillou on it. And then there was a goddamn Caillou talking doll. So you know who had to have it. See, and that was back when Toys R Us was still open. And here's the thing about Toys R Us. If there was a show that came on PBS... You better you you could go to Toys R Us and find any toy, any any toy, especially if it was a PBS show. And it was one of those moments that you hope to God, like you lie to your kid and you're like, oh no, they don't sell those. And then your fucking kid goes down an aisle and comes back and finds you. It's got a big box with a call you doll. What do you do? You got to buy it. You got caught in your lie. Oh, he was horrible. She took him everywhere with us. You know what I mean? So you parents that hate Coco Melon, I get it. I get it. I feel for you. But I will, you know, they will They will get past this point. They they will get past this point. Then they'll start watching Nick Jr., which it gets a little bit better. Then I'll watch this Nickelodeon. It gets a lot better. You know what I mean? It just, it, 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 it's a process. It's a process. Every parent has to go through, I hate my child's fucking love of its life character like the more they love it the more you'll probably just fucking hate it and that's that's my story and i'm sticking to it yours like veggie tales oh god remember veggie that tales shit for a while oh god mm -hmm. hated veggie tales and you know what's worse than veggie tales 
the Holocaust? A Beverly Hills movie. Remember that time we went oh. to the movies? Oh, God. the pirates. We went and watched the pirates. That Vegetable, did, was... Christian, valued oh. vegetable. Yeah. Bible yeah. stories and, and good Christian values. Ugh. The main character was a cucumber. And a tomato. And a tomato. I just don't. I mean, I saw porn that the main <laughs> characters were a tomato and a cucumber, but it wasn't called Veggie Tales. Uh, it was called Back End Tales. Um, <laughs> anyway, so anyway, have a great Mother's Day. We will see you guys next week. Stay safe, stay sweet, and sucker free. Bye. It's the Neighbor Lounge. The Neighbor Lounge. Ooh.